This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Welcome to welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. Happy Monday. It is a new moon as well. So happy new moon. It's hard to believe we're already at the end of June, isn't it? My birthday is actually tomorrow. Who knew? I'm going to be really old. So we're just not going to talk about that. <laughs> and I'm going to move on because I want to talk about the creative process. Because I'm in, I'm in one right now. And um, you know how this works by now. I talk about the things that are going on in my world. And this is my thing at the moment. So I've written nine books. And they're all on Amazon. And you can go get any one of them at any point. But those nine books were very much sort of me rambling on about my life and offering some... Um, some ideas about different different topics, different subjects, relationships, and you know, um, being too tied into the material world and those kind of things. So, and and they're okay. There's nothing wrong with those books. But now I'm wanting to write something different. This book number ten is not going to be like the other nine. I feel like the other nine were almost like practice runs <laughs> for what I'm trying to do now. But it's got me struggling. I'm struggling with it. I can honestly say I'm struggling with it. So this 10th book is going to be me attempting to concretely write down what I teach people how to do. And I talk about lots of different things, right? And I'm all over the place with fear and worry and doubt and patterns and habits and the story of the mind. We talk about acceptance. We talk about all kinds of things, right? And, but I, I can't, well, I could, but it'd be really long. I could write a book and have chapters that were each of those topics and I could write for days. But that's not what I want because it's too watered down. I want to give a process, a way of doing this that's more concrete, that makes sense. And so what's actually happening and what I'm in the process of right now is really understanding the messages that have formed in my work and how I've applied those to my clients that I work with privately. So I found myself yesterday reaching out to some of those people because, and some of the ones that have had, had quick success with it. And so I've sort of said, how did you apply what I offered you? What did you do with what I offered? What happened, right? And I, I, I'm still waiting for some responses. 
but what I got back, the first one I got back was sort of, I, I had to accept that this was my journey, that this was what I was going to do. So the whole thing was sort of about this idea of acceptance, which is cool. So, you know, when you're, when you're stuck in your head and you're stuck in a story and somebody, somebody comes in and sort of says, okay, but you just need to accept that this is what you're going to do. We have to work through all the things behind that, right? So it's all the stories and it's the childhood trauma and it's all the crap that goes on. But the idea is if we can accept that this is what I want to do and this is how I want to do it and it doesn't, it doesn't look like what the world tells me it's supposed to look like. If I can get there, then I can be okay. And it doesn't magically fix everything, but you settle down into your path and you move on the journey and then you're okay. And so that, that was the bigger process that we had to go through. So there was some quick success there because the focus was sort of on accepting that this is the path and it's okay. So I, I can see all of this at a really granular level and I'm struggling to put it together in a way that allows anybody to pick it up and use it. Because if I work with you one-on-one, -on -one, I'm going to come up with a way for you to move forward. I'm going to do it intuitively. It's going to happen really fast in front of your face because what I'm going to do immediately is challenge you to try something, to do something, to take a, take a step, take a leap, a little leap, not a big leap. We're not trying to jump off tall buildings in a single bound or anything, right? So it's just a little leap, but it's just forward movement. And then we come back and we go, how does that feel? What happened there? Right? And so if the mind gets into the story, then we question the story. Right? If the mind gets into that didn't work or I didn't like that, then we question that. Okay, what's that about? Right? So we look at it, we actually question it and we ponder it and we, we ask ourselves, what happened there? How did it feel? How did the energy behind it feel? Am I okay with this? Did I like it? Is this working? Is it not working? And then we keep going in that process. Because one step leads to another step leads to another step, right? We keep going in that process and we keep questioning the outcome of the process. Did it work? What happened? What didn't happen? And how does that play, right? And then sometimes, you know what? Massive conflict happens, right? We get really angry with it. And that's actually not bad. And we want to get frustrated. And we want to quit and walk away. But we don't. We stay in it. And we recognize, we take another step, and we start to see it, and the light comes on. The key is to stay in the room, always to stay in the room, even when you get really mad at the process, right? So you ought to see, because I have like a whole bunch of little, little cue cards here and stuff, because I'm trying to sort myself out about this process. Because on a granular level, I can tell you all about it, and I can tell you all the pieces, and I can talk about fear, and I can talk about worry, and I can talk about acceptance, we can talk about pain, I can talk about patterns and habits, we can talk about the story of the mind, I can do it all. But then, how do I apply that all of that and put it into a more concrete process?
So this book that I'm trying to write, which may or may not even get done this year, <laughs> you know, my goal is a book a year, but I'm actually not going to um, hoop myself into that deadline. I'm going to try really hard to get there, but I'm not going to hoop myself into that deadline. If on December 31st, this thing isn't written, it's okay. It's going to go into January and there just will not be a book in 2022. And I'm okay with that because I feel like this is really important for you to understand and for you to have, have this process in front of you so that you can really see how I do what I do and how this shows up. So I'm looking for things that are more concrete and I'm looking for a way to explain it that's more concrete. So you know what I do, I come here and I talk things out. So just generally creators, when you're creating stuff, what's that process for you? Are you procrastinator extraordinaire? Do you check Facebook and do laundry and wash the dishes and sweep the floors before you get down to creating? Or are you more of a just sit down, buckle down and do it kind of a creator, right? I know lots of writers that procrastinate before they actually are able to sit down and write something. And I've actually written probably about 30,000, 30 to 40,000 words of this book multiple times because I haven't been able to figure out how to put it together yet because I want you to have the process. And so for me, now I'm having to do this differently and I'm having to figure out and come up with a more concrete plan. My first nine books were really intuitive and I would just sort of follow the intuition along and I would play that, play in that space and it was fine. I didn't do a ton of planning. They were pretty intuitive. I just went with it. And now I'm needing more of a plan. I need more of a structure to it. And that's actually causing me to argue with my intuition, which is interesting. But the argument with the intuition is that it wants to go off down the rabbit hole, mostly because I don't have a structure, mostly because I don't have a firm idea of what I'm doing and what it looks like. So I'm fighting with process a little bit to understand myself and to understand my work, because this book is going to be so very different from everything that I've done so far but I feel like it's really important. It's really, really important in terms of the progression of my work for me be, to be able to get this out there. Have you ever worked on something that you felt like was really important to you? Have you ever had a project that you've done on your own that became really important for you? What was that project? What did that look like? Did you feel the pressure? Did you wait till the last second? Right? The fun of, of, of working for yourself is there isn't really a deadline. But by the same token, I don't want to sit on this either. So December 31st is this fictional deadline that I have, right? Because the idea is a book a year. But 
the reality is nobody's going to fire me if it's January 1st and there's no book out. You know what I mean? So the deadline is more in my head. And in the past, I've actually cut books short in order to make that deadline. Because it was more important to me to get it out by December 31st than it was to write something that was more complete. The deadline was more important than the product. And it's interesting how the priorities start to shift. It's interesting. The message has formed, right? And I've used all of these nine books and all of the blogs that I write and, and my life experience as a whole. I've used all of it to get to a place where I have a really firm message about what I'm teaching and what I'm offering and what I'm doing and all the bits and pieces of that. And that's really cool. And it's really neat to see how it all kind of came together. And, and now I'm trying to make that more concrete because I'm at a place where that's, where that's important. I'm at a place where that, that needs to happen now. I need to make this concrete guide. And the struggle is real to narrow it down and make it concrete. So that is what I'm going to be spending my time doing over the next while is making it really concrete. And I know once it starts to come together, it'll go really fast. It's this first process of really being concrete and figuring it out. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's where we're going. That's what's on my agenda right now is to do that while I work with other people, while I help people using these processes and these ideas about healing and how healing has come about for me, because the reality is this is my own journey. This isn't, it, it isn't in some other book somewhere. It, it's been my own journey. It's been my own process. It's, it's been how I've healed myself over a period of now eight years. And offering that to people in a concrete way will give people a way of moving through a healing process without all the pain we tend to attach to healing. And that's kind of the key because we acknowledge the pain. We know it's there, but, and, and we're okay with it. We don't, we accept pain. That's fine. But I don't stay in it and it's not the focus. The pain is not the focus of my journey. The pain was never the focus of my journey. Pain has been an experience at points, for sure. But we don't identify with it and stay in it. We don't go roll around in it. We don't jump in that puddle, ever. And so while I'm happy to acknowledge it, and we honor it, and we know it's there, we don't dive into it because it doesn't help us. There's nothing new in the pain. So the job is to keep going with what we're doing even though the pain is appearing 
We stop for a second. We let the tears go if they need to. That's cool. But then we move by because to stay there just keeps us stuck because the pain keeps coming up. It's like whack-a-mole after a while. The pain will just keep coming up. And whacking that mole and whack-a-mole is really hard to do. So the reality is we don't keep trying to whack it. We don't keep trying to get rid of it. We ignore it. And we just let it come up. We just allow it to be there. And then we move on. We keep going. We find ways to keep moving. Right? If you focus on the pain every time it appears, you stay stuck. You won't move because there's pain in the process. And if you allow the pain to be the center of attention, then you never get anywhere. You can't. It's impossible. And so that's why most people struggle with healing. That's why most people have trouble healing. Healing is hard because people focus on the pain. So we don't focus on the pain. We focus on moving forward. We allow the pain, yes. We acknowledge it, yes. It's not the focus. And we don't tell stories about it. We don't do all of those things. We move by it. Because that's what we need to do. We need to be able to move by that pain. So when it rears its ugly head, because it's gonna... We say, hi, nice to see you. I'm going over this way. That's the job. And that allows movement forward without getting stuck. It allows movement forward and we don't get stuck in pain. And that's huge. That's huge. The idea that we need to focus on pain is what we call deep healing. And I've said before, and I'll say it again, you've cried it out plenty of times. You don't need to keep doing that. I offer a way for you to move forward that isn't cry it out. Crying it out feels better. I get it. Crying it out feels better. There's nothing wrong with those tears. Crying it out is a great release. There's nothing wrong with it. And you know what? That's what energy healing is for. I help with your energy field when the tears show up. That's what we do. But there's a point at which just crying it out is no longer helpful. And most of you are already there long since. And then all you're doing is you're caught in the pain. You wrapped yourself in it and you're stuck and you go around in circles. And you don't get anywhere. And then here I am, and I come along, and I start talking about patterns and habits and living from pain. You're in a cycle, there's a pattern there, and you need to knock it off. And when you knock it off, you'll feel better, and the pain will go away, and it won't hurt like that anymore. You're only afraid of skydiving until you jump out of the plane. Then the fear serves you no purpose anymore, so you dump it. You're only afraid of the cold water till you jump in it. You're only afraid of the thing till you do it. 
So if you just do it, then the fear goes away. But as long as you sit there and talk about it, and you talk about the fear of doing it, you're going to stay in it, and you're not going to move. You can't. Your mind, your body, your brain won't let you. So you can't. You have to decide. You have to say, yes, the water's cold, I'm getting in anyway. You have to say, yes, the plane's up high in the air, and I'm going to jump anyway. You have to decide to do that. Because if you stand there and you stare at it, you won't do it. And the longer you stand on the side of that cold pool, folks, the longer you never get in it. How, how many times have you stood on the side of the pool for half an hour? Or, or how many of you have chickened out entirely before? How long has that happened? How long do you do that for? And that's the process. That's the process you're in now. You're wanting to change. You're wanting to make a choice. You're wanting to do something differently. And you stand there and you stare at it. And then you're, you're afraid and all the pain comes up. And then you play this game of whack-a-mole with pain because it keeps showing itself to you. And you don't move and you don't move and you don't move and you don't move and you don't move. So how long are you going to play whack-a-mole? How long are you going to do that? Before you decide to try something different. And so I offer awareness. Okay, pay attention to yourself. It takes a little bit of control, a little bit of discipline to get good at questioning yourself all the time. I do it daily, pretty much now. A daily practice. We question the thoughts and we question the feelings that show up. Questioning yourself, where you are, how you feel, all of those things, you question it. You question the story you're telling yourself, right? I offer that as awareness. Aware of yourself within the experience. It takes a little discipline to learn to do that. Most people don't want to do it, but the thing is, is it helps. So every time you get with me, what do we do? Well, we question things. <laughs> I ask lots of questions. I didn't realize how much fun questions were until I started doing this. Questions are fun. Because it opens us up to exploring. It opens us up to learning about ourselves, to understanding the experience better. So we ask a lot of questions. I ask a lot of questions. I ask questions of you, but I also ask questions of myself. I look for truth. Right? So we look for the truth in the story. The truth isn't the pain. The truth isn't the old pattern or habit you're in. The truth isn't the trauma that happened when you were a kid. The truth is you're being shown a new way forward, a new way of doing things, a new way of understanding life a new way of maneuvering in the world, you're being offered a new way forward. And your job is to take it. And the fear just stops you from trying. But if you just ignore the fear long enough to try, you'd find you'd land on your feet every time. Ignore the fear long enough to try. But people don't do that. They play whack-a-mole with it instead. And of course, they never get in the pool. They never try. 
that's the process that you get stuck in. That's the pattern. There's the loop that everybody's in. I want to do this thing, but I'm afraid to do this thing. And then we deal with all the pain that comes up because of doing the thing. And you get stuck. You're in a cycle. It's a loop. You go around. And all I do is point out the loop. So now I want to write a book that explains that to you in a way that makes sense and in a, in a, in a format that you can actually follow and, and apply to anything. So I want it to be really general. Right? To whatever situation you're in, to whatever, whatever pain you've been through, I want to apply it. I want you to be able to apply it to anything. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to make a process that allows you to apply that to anything so that you can do it on your own, so that anybody can do it with any situation they run across. And then I'm still here offering one-to-one help for folks that need it. But the goal is a process, a concrete process for you to understand how this works. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited, really excited about this book when I figure it out. And yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. I think I'm going to cut off my rambling here. Have a great week. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share from wherever you're listening to this on whatever platform you're on right now. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Stay out of trouble. And I will be back again on Thursday for the last day of June. Have a great week, everybody. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. We'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.